The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. right infidels you found us here channelattitude.com hameen media group where you get the most real talk the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from aew and wwe impact and more because we're gonna break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at hmg so you don't need to go anywhere else because there's no five stars here there's only five dollar face slaps infidel hello so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO!
shifted now back towards Darby. These guys are both murdering each other for a shot at main eventing for the world title. And what's what's Ty Mello doing? I don't know. Ty, she looks real good. Ty Mello, Sammy Guevara's wife, Sammy. Uh-oh, that's distraction. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, what a Spanish fly from the top. Spanish fly from the Spanish. Cover him, Sammy. Cover him. Sammy. He knew where he was. He got that hand on that rope to break that three down. That rope's not regulation. It's, it's a little too in. It's a little too in inside the ring. Closer than usual, Tally. All right. Too patient. This is going to be nasty, Guevara. There's no fear here. Oh, oh, Holy hell! Ladies and gentlemen, your main event at Double or Nothing is going to be Sammy Guevara versus MJF, baby. My God. Listen to this crowd. Everybody be quiet. Let's take a look. Look at this. Excalibur. Insanity. 630 degrees. The center by Sammy. champion is at the end of this desk here. Max, you said it. I think you're right. And it's, it is over. And it's going to be you versus Guevara. Pillar power, baby. The two best pillars out of the... There you go. There you go. Come on back in. Settle down, dude. MJF taking off the headset. The best oh, thing that's happened man. all match. Yeah, MJF now heading towards the rings. Shot. Ticked off that Dobby got up and got in the ring. Sammy dives into the corner. Nobody home. Darby, shotgun dropkick! Bobby Allen, we've talked about how resilient he is, but he's really showed it. Darby thinking coffin drop! Too far away, Guevara's too far away. Yes, Sammy took himself out of range. And Darby... Uh-oh, uh-oh! He gave Sammy the... Darby got caught with the smoking gun! That was given to him by MJF! Oh, no! What a genius the champion is. No! What a crop! Ladies and gentlemen, Darby <laughs> Allen has been disqualified. The winner of this match challenging MJF for the AEW World Championship at the Oh! Double or nothing, Sammy Kubora. All right, guys, hang on here a second. You see it up there on the screen. It is official. Sunday, May 28th, live on pay-per-view. The main event of Double or Nothing. MJF will defend the AEW World Championship against Sammy Guevara. Don't want to interrupt you, but Tony Khan is talking to me right now. Hang on. What's going on? What's he saying to you? Okay. Damn right I will. Shabani, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can 
Butts and seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Lipman. To the PWC Wednesday night skirmish right here on the PWC network. I'm your host Jimmy T, 
and Makaris, it's uh, it's a bit of a change this time. It's not Chris Ams, and that's Ams we know well. It is Evil Dose, Mr. Dr. Jeff Lipman. Welcome back <laughs> to the skirmish, and I just saw your head up. You're the wish version of Chris Ams? Clearly. <laughs> Oh, not, not by our polls. Apparently, you're not. Well, that's true. But that part's <laughs> true. All right, so I'm ready to talk about Raw and Machismo. Let's get going, right? Raw and Machismo? No. Dynamite okay, and so the Skirmish. We can talk about NXT. I enjoyed that quite a bit. <laughs> Are you fucking with me now, Jeff? You want to do MLW Battle Riot 6? I watched <laughs> Now you're really fucking with me. I'm up to date on NWA Power. Oh, boy. Hey, and... uh. I'm glad you sent me that uh, little private message uh, about that wrestler, about that cheap wrestler. What was that Russian cheap? What was the name again? Uh, I think it's uh, Markova or something like that. Yeah, Natalia, Mark Markanova. I get her and Master Slamovich. Makadamiova. Whatever, she's hot, dude. Yeah, but she's <laughs> in Melbourne. Yeah, and she looked like she was enjoying herself, as a matter of fact. Well, good. And then I thought that maybe you could, uh, you know, stalk and find her and show her around. <laughs> I have actually sent her a friend request, and I was going to send her a, send her a, a DM. It's going to slide right into her DMs, if you know what I mean. Right into those DMs. <laughs> but that's for another show. But before we get into it, we've already got a few comments. Because Facebook user says, now I'm, I'm assuming this is Anthony Santanceto or Santacetto. However you pronounce it. Uh, whatever it is, it's Italian, that's for sure. But he goes on to say... Help me out here, guys. The WB is being sued for discrimination, and the IWC is angry because the creative team was pitching ideas, some of which were crazy. That's what pitch meetings are like. What if it's supposed to be a time for writers to get in the weeds and see what kind of nonsense they can come up with? Jeff, that's a big question. I'll, I'll start right to you first. What do you think with all this? And I just did read about, about apparently how Vince McMahon is getting sued for some sort of racist script. All right, well, while I'm trying to tackle this, you should check on your sound because it sounds like you're in a submarine or something. Um, oh, thank you for telling me. Yeah. Um, one, I, I agree with the comments to an extent that pitch meetings are where crazy things are supposed to be discussed. Uh, two, I'm not exactly, you know, I think this is piling on to try to get some of that we're going to clutter up the sale, you know, fuck it up, and we want to legally extort some settlement money out of you. Um, this is a weird suit. Without even getting to the substance of it, there was no adverse action to the writers because of these stories, so they're going to have to paint the picture that there was an atmosphere of discrimination at WWE, and I'm sure half the people listening to this go, well, fuck yeah, that's easy to see. They, they're terrible. And the other half is going, what are you talking about? Bianca Belair just finished, you know, celebrating over a year as the, the champion. You know, Sasha Nami were champions. Um, Big E was a champion. Bobby Lashley was a champion. Even Apollo Crews was a champion. It's, you know, it's the most racially diverse it's ever been, including championships. And, and all that's true. Uh, I think you're right, though. Things in the pitch meeting, it, it, it's not exactly a strong case. And yes, you know, I think the IWC sort of talks out of both sides of its mouth. They get easily outraged about things, especially when it's about the big, bad corporate monster WWE. Um, but they also complain how the characters and stories are boring and stale. Well, this is why you don't have bad guys. 
I mean, you know, I, I will never understand why the IWC treats this kind of fiction different than every other fiction in the world. I mean, I believe this these allegations date back to around 2018. That's around when Get Out came out or was really popular and that movie The Hunt came out and The Most Dangerous Game is one of the most famous books retold done in many movies makers. This is just a combination of Get Out and, and The Most Dangerous Game. And I my guess is that the choice of Reggie has less to do with him being black than it has to do with the fact that he was an amazing acrobat and that was about a, a way they could showcase his skills. And the bad guys would be the bad guys and they would lose in the end. But yeah, this is a story that probably should have died on the vine, much the same as all of the stalker case uh, storylines in the past should have died on the vine. Uh, and that's why there's editors. And yeah, that's what pitch meetings are for. And these stories never aired. So clearly they did die on the vine. So, I, you know, I, I think it's a weak and tenuous case. I think they're just trying to. Very. And WWE, I know they say, well, that's another payout. First of all, all the payouts were from Vince McMahon personally. Part of the problem is that since they also benefited the corporation and because he hid them, he insulated the corporation from them, they were counted as corporate expenses and that's why I had to pay money back. That was part of the problems why he was pushed out in the first place. Then he came back because he's like, wait, I have 85% of the stock, so F you. Um, but those were Vince McMahon pounds. WWE, the only cases they settle are shareholder derivative suits. Uh, and those days are probably over. Yes, I, I know there's one of those. Imagine that, to, to be a shareholder suing, saying that they did something wrong. The day Vince got kicked out, the stock was $63 a share. Today, last I checked, it was over $106 a share. Ooh, outrageous. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Um, but this uh, this suit, I don't think is going to go anywhere. Um, but, you know, it, it's not all the hallmarks of things that, that drives the IWC crazy racism, stereotypes, this and the other thing. All I'm saying is, listen, the Iron Sheik would never have existed in this atmosphere. There'd never be a Russian wrestler. You wouldn't have had Colonel De Beers. You, you wouldn't, you, you know, you wouldn't have had plenty of things that, that people love in this day and age that, had, uh, that they would hate now. Um, and some for good reason, And but some, you know, I, I, you know, bad guys are still bad guys and they should be bad guys and they are often plucked out of the real world, just like Law and Order, plucked from the headlines, uh, and not everything makes it to the air. And these didn't make it to the air, so I, I really, you know, I mean, I, I understand one of the writers was ultimately let go, but maybe she was ultimately let go because she wasn't very good at, at writing, or maybe because she didn't get along with everyone. I don't know. I don't know enough about her particular situation. I just don't think this case, the nexus, sounds really, really weak, and no, no pun intended between the old faction in WWE and the connection, the word Nexus, which means connection. <laughs> Facebook user continues on saying, why can't the IWC and the WWE work together? Is that a joke now? Come on, bro. <laughs> I, think, I, think it's a, I think it's a Rodney King uh, thing. Yeah, why can't we all get along? I don't uh, know. I, you know. Um, it, you know that something, would never happen. Yes, yeah, so, some things are not supposed to happen. So that, that would... That would be worse than like dogs and cats getting along together. That would be like, you know, Ghostbusters apocalypse. <laughs> I mean, come on now. But you know what though? WWE should work with the IWC more, really, right? Not, no. not as a whole. Every time they listen to the IWC, they do something stupid. Like you said, never. Lol. It just wouldn't happen. It would never happen. But look, put it this way. 
We went from these type of promos. Check this out, all right? This is how soft we've become in this. How are you going to fare against the, uh, the bizarre nature of Goldust? Well, you know, it seems our sissy friend is having a little identity crisis. First, he was Dustin Reynolds. Then he was Goldust. And now he wants to be the king of the ring. Well, we all saw you out here with tears running down your face, wondering why your old man, old Dust, don't love you anymore. Well, I know Dusty Rhodes, and he told me why. It's because you married the biggest gold digger in Georgia, then you put on a woman's wig, and you went around the ring kissing men like a flaming fag. Well, let me tell you something. They're going to all have tears running down their face tonight. Bring that gold digger to the ring and bring that little crap Dakota with her. What? Because I'm going to tell you this. They're going to all have tears running down their face when I'm through with you. And what'd you name that rat? Dakota? You should have named her Target. Because I heard everybody in Atlanta had a shot at it. All right. <laughs> well, hey, Dakota just recently had a baby. So congratulations to Dakota. <laughs> I understand mother and child are doing great. <laughs> I'm just going now. That was going to be at the cusp of the Attitude Era. And look what we've got, what we've come up to. People right. wanting to sue Vince for some sort of rate. I don't see no racial bullshit going on at all, Jeff. Uh, you know, uh, you know, Flaming Fair couldn't couldn't cut it <laughs> anymore, and rightfully so. He said it. <laughs> wrestling, I think, I think it's fun. I mean, this is what wrestling's about. I mean, there there isn't much different. Listen, aside from that part, the rest the rest of it is something that MJF would say. Absolutely, and you know what, man? And that's that why people a... love MJF because he because he because he's not afraid to say things, and he just happens to work for the right company. It's true, but I doubt we'll ever we'll actually hear what uh, the King said. The company I'm not prepared to cover tonight because uh, I didn't watch Dynamite. God, I don't know what the fuck this show was, but let's actually get into it because right. we can talk about this for for a good hour at the very least. But hopefully, we answered your question there, Facebook user. I hope. Um, but anyway, we start off with Bandito versus Orange Cassidy for your AEW International uh, Championship. I thought it was Bandejo. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I was thinking that too, believe me. Yeah, I want to so see Bandejo back. Jimmy, educate me because I don't watch being the elite and dark and dark <laughs> elevation. I know one of them was recently canceled. And I haven't seen Collision yet, yet and I know it's <laughs> the greatest show of all time and all access. So apparently Bandito must have been on a winning streak, right, to earn this title match? I have no idea because, first of all, I haven't actually been watching Being the Elite. It's more the old episodes I watched. And second, I have no idea why he's the number one contender, but apparently he was. Hasn't he had uh, four matches, three since he's been signed, and I think three of them have been title matches? (laughs) Actually, it's a good point. I think you're right. he's lost all four of his matches, right? He has, as a matter of fact. So, listen, I I really don't want to hear about... I really don't want to hear about other promotions doing random matches because there's nothing <laughs> random about this. Oh, and by the way, uh, apparently he has visa issues. How many times do AEW wrestlers have visa issues even though they've never had visa issues before in their entire careers? <laughs> That's a good question. Can, I mean, seriously, can you answer that? Use, or maybe they don't have the infrastructure to manage and do the you know immigration visa sponsorship management. They don't have a, a good case management system. There's lots of software out there. Well, look who it is. Great question, Facebook user. Was a very unpopular and unloved ghost from Canada. Hold on, Jargo. Can Don't come and your Chris Ams because I know if Chris Ams was on Facebook right now, he could be doing this instead of me, and I don't want to be here. Come and join us, Chris, for crying out loud. Even if you didn't watch it, who cares? Just come on, man. 
Let's get the real. I'll send thing. you an invite. Let's, I'll send you an invite. Let's get the real, real. Let's let's get guilt. Let let's get uh, <laughs> what are those fancy websites like Amazon and Etsy where you, <laughs> where you buy the real brands, not not wish where you get me. <laughs> I'll send him an invite if he joins us. He joins us. If he doesn't, he doesn't. But uh, hopefully he does. Yeah, but, but he we'll see. <laughs> so, then what's with all these names, Anthony? Uh, I must be missing something. But anyway, who cares? Who are you to question uh, anyone else's name? Who are you to question El Dandy? Well, well, I mean, there is Viano one and two, right? I mean, that's right. <laughs> anyway, uh, Orange Cassidy does get the win. This was a, this is all right, I guess. It was not a bad match. They do shake hands and hug at the end. They both put glasses on. I guess they're best friends now, Jeff. I D N G A F. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. So I mean, yeah, but look, it was a decent match for what minutes. it was. I know it's, it is what it is. Minutes. Well, Orange Cassidy does win by pinfall via the beach break, retaining his AEW International Championship. I guess to be the number one contender, you got to be a loser over here in AEW. Right, and then they do the comedy shtick where he puts his sunglasses on a guy with a mask. <laughs> it looked kind of funny but Orange gives Ben Diddle a pair of sunglasses as you said and embraces him before raising his hand a lot of hugging I know a, oh, a lot of hugging and kissing we'll get to that maybe that um, Jerry King Lola promo is very relevant <laughs> yeah, there, was a, there was a lot there was a lot of love on this show it's not even, it wasn't even the Valentine's Day episode it wasn't it actually wasn't Chris but, help me Chris <laughs> rescue me but next we get Renee Paquette interviewing Adam Cole baby Cole says he's going to the ring to call Chris Jericho out tonight and show him exactly the mistake that he's made. And if he doesn't come down, he'll go find him himself, Jeff. Whoa. That yeah. is so badass. <laughs> that was the baddest of the badass, man. I was badass. I'm pretty sure that Renee was like, I think I could take you right now. Well, speaking of Renee, we do get a... <laughs> speaking of love, too. We see Orange Cassidy and Bandito rolling up and pretty much uh, interrupting Renee, who looks like, kind of shocked. Uh, Orange asks for an interview. She explains she's busy getting to the bottom of the Adam Cole story. And right. he and Bandito then walk off saying, oh, one after the other, Jeff. So Adam Cole was really serious. She's Very interviewing serious. him. He yes. walks away. They walk up to right. the comedy spot to take away from the exactly. of it. Spot and Bandito on. is now doing the Damien Sandow to Miz kind of thing, just imitating and following Orange Cassidy around like 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 a lost dog or something. Uh, yeah, essentially. Like a perro non peligroso. A perro non peligroso, yes. What is safe in Spanish? I, I you know, my, my Spanish isn't very good. That's, but a, hello, that's a good question. Hello, safioso. I haven't actually had to use that word, so I'm okay. actually not sure. Um, I could find Adam, out, I guess. So you know who would know? Chris would know. He probably would. But I that's why he like should join us. Duh. But I'll find out right now. In Spanish. No, he should be here instead of me. Well, that's true too. I can tell you what it is. It's Segura. Segura, okay. Yeah. Pero Segura. <laughs> Pero Segura Peligroso. Yeah, so this was, this was a funny, funny comedy interlude right after what was supposed to be a deadly serious Adam Cole who doesn't need any help not being taken seriously because he's shorter than Renee and daintier <laughs> than her. Yeah. And just quality. Does it just me or did Renee lose her tits? She's never had tits. She's, she's, oh, she's, well. And, and uh, being, being a mother who probably nursed naturally, that doesn't usually help the situation. <laughs> That's true. 
what, what the, the only difference in Renee is that she's not wearing those gigantic jackets with the shoulder pads uh, straight out of the eighties, <laughs> make, making her look like she's, you know, Jane Fonda, you know, in the 88. <laughs> well, and she's a bit daggy, shall we say? I don't know, you know what, what I mean. Means, but I'm gonna roll. Oh, you with, don't? Uh, in other words, corny, kind of corny. Yeah, she is pretty corny. I'll give you. Yeah, she's, yeah, I think she's pretty corny. I think she's. I'm corny. talking about the way she dresses. Like she's uh, a yeah, bit. She's, she, she is terrible fat. But yeah, I, that's I mean, what I mean. But I think, but I think she's. I mean, I think she's probably a cool woman. I think that she no, no, hang and it would be like cool to hang out with. But uh, yeah. absolutely, her absolutely. fashion sense. Yeah, that's uh, no <laughs> that, that, no and no that's point. what daggy means basically. Yeah, that, that is it. It, it, it is not a, a pero seguro. <laughs> Definitely not. Anyway, speaking of seguro, because uh, I guess this is pretty safe. Because as we come back from commercial, we get Darby Allen and Jungle Boy Jack Perry are being interviewed. Darby says if Jack believes in his pillar stuff, he'll have his back. Perry then says he had some harsh things last week, and it would have been nice if it was the two of them this week. And Allen agrees because he thinks he'd win. Darby says he'll see him out there later tonight. So let me understand this. This was Darby trying to make an apology of sorts to to Jack and (laughs) basically trying to solicit his help in watching his back so he doesn't get cheated as well. And his strategy in doing so is at the first sign of any reluctance to insult him, basically, and challenge him and let him know that that Darby thinks he's better than Jack Perry. So that that was his... That, that was a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it worked out. You know what? W is becoming very much more heelish every week, if you notice. I mean, even from this promo. He was he, kind of very heelish in this promo. He is indeed. Um, but um, I don't know. The The only problem <laughs> is is that he still has someone of a, somewhat of a personality while jungle boy has zero personality and i i just don't understand how anyone could get behind him and oh my god irene Carroll, what a feeling <laughs> what a flash dance. i have no idea medium five maybe uh look back to that uh jerry the king lola promo that, that no, I, the answer, king said. I, I, well, I just got breaking news oh irene Cara was luke perry's first crush as a child oh Really, yeah, her serious crush when he became a tweener when he was twelve. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Flashdance was his favorite movie, and, and and he and he loved it. He he loved fame. He loved Flashdance. He he loved everything. Irene Cara. Well, Mostly apparently, fame. apparently, you know zero personality, Jeff. Zero personalidad. <laughs> was also mine. Apparently, it was also his. Actually, not mine, but yeah, as he made M five's crush, I assume. Oh, interesting. Well, anyway, it, it is what it is. Uh, speaking of crushes, uh, I guess next we get Dax Hardwood versus Jeff Jarrett. Um, boy, was I happy that Jarrett won this match. Wait, what are you talking, you're, you're talking about Dax was in a singles match and didn't win the wrestler of the year? Wrestler of the year. And guess what? Did you notice there was crickets this time with Dax? Or was it just me? No, no, there were absolutely crickets for, for this. There were crickets for Dax. There were crick- there were crickets. There were a lot of crickets tonight. There was a lot of crickets for Bandito. They were um, jumping all over the arena tonight. 
Yeah, no, Dax is a big whiner and everybody knows it. I mean, <laughs> and when he gets in the ring, you know, you know, he's going to lose. And I really thought that this was going to be one that he might win. And, you know, and they set this up so ridiculously. The, the refs all come out and they block his little crew, Duck and Lethal and Satnam Singh. They're not allowed. It. Why? I mean, you know, there's no announcement. There was nothing before the Tony Khan said that they were banned from ringside. I mean, because of actions in the past, nothing. The refs just come out and, and set them out. I, I was wondering what will happen with Cash and Cash, at least. You know, they, they well, they hugged, of course, because there was a lot of hugging and just walked out. Oh, God. Head. Again, please refer to the Jerry the King Law Love promo because there's a lot of that going on. That's a lot. <laughs> what was up with the love tonight, bro? I think there's nothing wrong with people expressing themselves. Well, there was just a <laughs> but lot. Of were they on all on Molly like it, tonight? Is that what was happening? Or there was a, there was a lot of love in the air. What what city were they in? What town were they in? Florida. Oh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. That's right. That's yes. right. With a with a one quarter unsold uh, arena <laughs> and probably another uh, one quarter of you know, of scalpers taking baths again. Oh um, yeah, right. <laughs> that place was was half empty and quiet. But what do you expect in South Florida when every, when the average age is 179? <laughs> Cricket's crowd is getting tired of shit show. Uh, he also continues, and I'm talking about medium five. It was as if it was set up for Dax to look more weak without cash. Like, yeah, maybe. Interesting enough, that the only singles match that Dax has ever won that I've seen was against Cash. That's true. Good point. And he also says, this is pro wrestling, not a fucking Tinder meet. <laughs> you might mean grinding, but all right. Oh, God. There was a lot of grinding, a lot of kissing, a lot of hugging. It was weird, man. I, I'm not going to lie. It was bizarre. Listen, most Tinder entanglements don't last that long. <laughs> don't last as long as this show did. Oh, God. That's true. I mean, we should, we're going on to our fourth year, Jeff. He's episode 121, I think, as a matter of fact. But anyway. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett does win by pinfall via the stroke. I mean, this match was okay. He did win thanks to Sanjay Dutt uh, interfering. But uh, whatever. I'm glad that Jarrett won because any great, Jeff? He is, but it's going to be Jarrett and Lethal with yet more tag team title shots. Why not? Didn't they just lose like 14 in a row to the acclaimed? I mean, I know that... Doesn't matter. Season me, daddy. (laughs) The acclaimed aren't there. The, we no one's seen the Gun Club in five weeks. I mean, everybody loves the acclaimed, and who the Gun Club? Who's that? Yeah, I have you no idea who you're talking about. You know who would probably know? Chris Ams would know, but this wish <laughs> version, I've already I <laughs> lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh jeez, medium five. So speaking of lasting long, how's things with your <laughs> God, with your awesome, woman? Hey, eh? awesome. <laughs> hey, Viv, I love you. <laughs> Speaking of Viv, hey, I've done a few remixes, actually. All right. But I'll talk to you about that off the air. Oh, um, great. Yeah, but anyway. Um, yeah, uh, he's, he, don't worry. Jeff knows how to last long. You want me to M5? It's, good. it's super easy. Barely an inconvenience. Hardly an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky man, Jeff, he says. <laughs> it's all skill, baby. Jeff knows, man. Je- Jeff's got that gift of the gab somehow. He does. He actually does. But anyway... You, you just gotta, you just gotta, you just gotta put it out there, man. You just gotta be, <laughs> he's gonna, uh, he's gonna puke. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta say, my first love will always be Bobby Lashley, and once that's don't, out, don't, don't. then then everything, then everything gets easier from there. 
Anyway, post-match, Sanjay Dutt gives Jared Dax's World Tag Team Championship belt, and he kisses it like he just won it. More kissing, Jeff. And uh, that that sets the, the tone for kissing, actually. But after that, we get Tony Khan, who's backstage. With Sanjay just Dutt a little... from where again? I have no idea. Was it so? Was it serious kissing, or did you not take the kissing seriously? No, it looked like he was dead serious, actually. So you do take <laughs> that seriously when it's kissing? Oh, I, when it's kissing? Oh, hey, hey, how do you feel French about uh, Pad- Padma Lash- Lakshmi? What? She was um the she was she's like one of the hosts of Top Chef, but she was also married to the guy who wrote the Satanic verses. Oh, there was First a of all, what would I watch? Really ugly, but but they're divorced now. But yeah, yeah, no, she's absolutely gorgeous. Why would I watch uh, Top Chef first of all? Uh, it's a reality show. They make food. The food's delicious. I mean, you uh, know, it's, nah. it, you, it's you, hard you, enough keeping up with professional wrestling, Jeff. If you want to call it that, whatever this. Uh, shit I have is. to be honest. After about eleven years, I did finally have to break up with Top Chef. <laughs> I just don't want to get to know. I've watched it a few times, but yeah, not recently. Hey, Lashley's ex-wife was fucking hot, Crystal. That's true. Well, his future wives will be too. Does he even have a current wife? doesn't matter he can get whatever he wants that's true i guess he's the real bbc if you know what the I mean. almighty <laughs> the almighty indeed uh the other indian hot woman uh uh pre what Prieta something Prieta something of course oh he's talking about yeah she was in um new girl and she was in uh she hulk she was titanium oh. yeah. yeah thank god i haven't watched those movies and i don't plan to yeah no, she has 12 listeners yeah. in uh india she's, she's pretty fabulous looking as well is she? I've got to check her out. Yeah. Well, apparently, even Media M5 agrees with you because she says that's one hot Indian chick. I wouldn't mind smashing. Oh, God. See, Media M5, this <laughs> is your problem with women. This, this, this is not something they would find sexy. <laughs> there are much easier ways to avoid <laughs> children than smashing a woman's ovaries into, into chutney. Into a, into a delightful spread that should be accompanying, <laughs> you know, a, a lovely cheese and, and, a, and a fine bread. Yeah. <laughs> chutney smashing into i've never heard that one before that's a new some artisanal cheeses and and perhaps some fresh fresh break make bread what about oh actually this that reminds me dude i was a when i woke up in the morning i gotta tell you this because this is just fucking weird because since we're talking about a weird show after uh d gave you your morning kiss i don't don't exactly get that but anyway (laughs) (laughs) but uh even medium five laughs no but in all seriousness i wake up in the morning i did ask d to to make me some raisin toast right is that a euphemism that's what i that's usually my tradition in the mornings you know what i mean i eat some raisins so so you're talking about like your raisins like you want raisins dude like your twig and berries hey can you make my twig and berries (laughs) <laughs> yeah that the berries no but in all seriousness so i'm about to eat that but while she was making them for me huh? i was watching something that she had left on on youtube or facebook i don't know something right and it was a guy <laughs> this is fucked who wanted people to uh-huh. send them while they're taking a shit like he, he was blind though this guy was blind mm. and but apparently uh he wants to hear everybody taking a dump he had a thing for people taking a dump okay Listen. To the point where he would actually want to meet up with him. Where's our technical difficulties graphic? <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I, I, it I'm was disturbing. Sure it put me off my food. I don't know what's freakier, the, the, this guy and that his is freakier. desire, that's or freakier. the fact that that's what your 
woman was watching. Yeah, I know. I tell her that all the time. Allegedly, what she was watching. She wasn't in the room at the time, but uh, uh, did you hear that? Oh, it just happened agree, to be a very inconvenient time for it to be on that. <laughs> I mean, as if blind people asking for shits to be taken, I recorded and not, sent bro. to them is just something randomly. He would about. review people's dumps, like legit. I thought I'd seen it all, but that was something else. I'm not kidding. And that made me laugh and so disgusted on. and put me off on, my man. food just quietly. But anyway, I was just mentioning, I was saying that because Tony Khan's backstage little announcement was pretty much a piece of shit because he tells us that Owen Hart, or the Owen Hart Cup, is back and will begin at double or nothing with matches to be held in Canada, no, including no, no, a forbidden door. Double or nothing. It's going to take place in Canada. It's going to end uh, like in the middle of August. It will begin at double or nothing, he said. Do you say it's going to begin? Because then it's only he, like he a three-week tournament. I, I thought it was just some random match in the middle in, in double or nothing. So, okay, it's going to begin at double or nothing. Well. And it includes Forbidden Door, and the finals will take place in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, on July 15. <sighs> okay, all right. I got, I got my pay-per-views confused. So, yeah, it begins at double or nothing, and there's going to be some random match in the middle of the tournament at Forbidden right. Door 2, which, of course, makes That's total right. sense because Owen Hart at some point held some IWGP title, and that's what everybody <laughs> remembers him for. Uh, yeah, I, I really, I, he lost me. I, I didn't, know, I didn't know what was happening, but apparently that was what he said. And like, but you know what? Medium Five does say he's actually a good point because he says at least he wasn't too cooked out for this announcement. But what's back is winner gets cooked another out. set of belts. Yeah, um, he got a haircut. Oh, coked well, out. Sorry, not cooked out. Yeah, yeah, he got. He, uh, I mean, they're both probably the same synonyms, but he got a haircut yeah. at least, and he at least he did. you know was dressed in an outfit. But uh, I don't know. He's, he's just a weird guy. And when I saw the, the awkward hug with, with him and Owen Hart's widow in, in her oh. like wedding, like old lady wedding dress or Easter bonnet, this whole thing was weird. Um, I, I don't know. I, I you know, <laughs> it, it, it's lovely, but I suppose it's, you know, it's nice. But, you know, the, the Owen Hart charity in the world of charities, aside from his name being attached to it, it's sort of a lame charity if you look into it it like it, it like it, it like supports a couple of local high schools and you know and a couple and like a couple of scholarships for for people in like that one western province which again is lovely but like in the world of charities that like a network television sponsored big league sport sponsors usually it's you know the american cancer society the red cross you know the the Coleman Foundation, and the Coleman Foundation is as corrupt as can be. You know, Very Indian corrupt. Warriors, you know, they, there's just St. Jude's. There's so many big, big deals. I mean, you know, and obviously, like you know, he's he's contributing a lot to this, which is probably most of the money that this this organization gets at this point, twenty something years later. Because how many people in Calgary are there to support? <laughs> the Cowboys, there actually, Jeff. They're real Cowboys. I'm sure that they are real cowboys, and real cowboys don't have a lot of spare money. <laughs> Yeehaw to that. Yeah. Uh, they are also apparently huge crooks. If the Coleman firm, <laughs> well, the, the Hart Foundation, oh, yeah, yeah, that's about. right. But um, listen, if there's one thing that I learned from Yellowstone is that cowboys don't make a lot of money. And apparently, Tony just wants to bang Martha Hart. I mean, uh, uh, I don't gross. know about that. Bro, bro, bro. That is kind of great. Actually, speaking of banging Martha Hart, do you think Martha Hart bangs anything since Owen Hart has passed away? Isn't she remarried? No, I don't think she is. As a matter of fact, I don't know. I, 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 
this is something that I never thought about till now and I'm not thinking about <laughs> it. I'm curious. Uh, Media Info says, I donate right to Cancer Society themselves. Coleman only gave 4% of their earnings to cancer. Yeah, no, it's yeah, no, the Co- yeah, Co- Coleman is, 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 is while, the, while Susan Coleman herself flies on first class and stays in, you know. Uh, and isn't Jenny McCartney of part of that too? Who? Jenny McCartney. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, everybody was, all, all the women did Denim Day. I mean, Christina Applegate did. I mean, Alyssa Milano, Melissa yeah, Alyssa Milano. I mean, everyone did because it was the biggest known thing. And that's that's the excuse is that we may only get 4% of it, but our 4% is bigger than the next 10, you know, breast cancer charities combined. Eh, uh, okay. Whatever. Yeah. I, first of all, I don't know if that's true. Secondly, still, it's 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 bullshit. That's, you know, the, the Coleman Foundation wasn't made to make the Coleman family rich. Well, <laughs> many of us says she's another withered blonde cunt leeching off cancer. All right, Jimmy, you really need to, you know, pick and choose the, the, the things that you put on the screen versus what you well, just Everything you read doesn't point. need to go on the screen. Well, it's not everything, as a matter of fact. There's more comments, but... Uh, so you chose that to, one. I had to choose that one because it was very Aussie. You know what I mean? Come on, man. It was cunt. No. It's, not, it's not bad over here. Anyway. Here. <laughs> I know. Speaking of cunts, though, uh, we've got Warlow versus Enhancement Talent, uh, talent next, Jeff. I didn't catch the guy's name. What the hell was this guy's name? I have no idea. Caesar Baloney. <laughs> Caesar Baloney. Whatever happened to that guy? Ben Dejo. You mean Ben Dejo? Yes, Ben Dejo. I, I don't know. I, I didn't catch his name either. I'm pretty sure he's part of the D'Angelo family, as I'm pretty sure Arn Anderson is, judging from his wardrobe. And he also said that he just wrestles a great talent, apparently. Yes, a great talent. Right. <laughs> I mean, already Wardlow's not being allowed to talk for himself, and Arn Anderson is not the promo he was 30 years ago. I mean, he, he is just <laughs> tedious and boring. Uh, well, you, you, look, I'll give him the, the gun spot was good, though, with Cody. It wasn't. You know what? Come on. All, all it is is immediately you give a guy a title, you pair him with someone else who immediately overshadows him. And now he's doing yep. all the talking to overshadow. Wardlow is in like his bland outfit. And you got Arn in flaming red Adidas sweatsuit. So everyone's flaming. looking like the old man dressing like he's part of the Sopranos. And he's You're in Florida, the- bro. Come on. I get it. But, and, <laughs> and when he's talking about, you're going to have to bite someone's thumb off and poke, pull someone's <laughs> eye out. And every now and then you have to take a chair. I mean, why didn't he say every now and then you're going to have to take a pen and stab someone in the lung with it? I mean, at least if you're going to be edgy, you know, harken back to to Arn Anderson stabbing Sid Vicious. <laughs> That's a true story, mind you. The, like the, the, the leg of a chair or a scissor or a pen or something. Or scissors, or scissors. But there wasn't there a chair involved also in that somehow? Yeah, there was a chair. And as a matter of fact, there was also, didn't uh, Sid Booty have a pet fucking, uh, what do you call it? He had a little pet that he was carrying around with him backstage. I have no A idea. raccoon or something like that. Either a raccoon or... Ferret? Uh, it could have been a ferret. And apparently really? the ferret was present while, while Han stabbed... Please tell me his name was Larry. I can't remember, man. I, I should look and it up. And lost its front two teeth. <laughs> you know what? I'll look it up, man, because I'm curious. But I know he had a pet, and I'm pretty sure that pet How- was... Have you and Chris or anyone in the PwC covered CM Punk showing up at Raw yet? Oh, 
No, we what, haven't. What a troll that guy is. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a show that's supposedly going on the air in two months. Supposedly a network cares that he's involved with it. Supposedly they had a meeting last Friday, although Andrew Zarin, who broke the story over the weekend on Sunday during his show on Sunday, said, I know for a fact they haven't met yet. So <laughs> so everyone's just running with uh, what with, with, uh, I think... It wasn't Dave Meltzer. Who's the? It was a Wade Keller, maybe, who who said that uh, that they met. Okay, so so everyone is assuming that the the Keller is right, but Zarian apparently, who was right all along, was like none of this smells right. I, I can't imagine that the network actually cares about one guy named CM Punk. Like, you know, none of this shit. But this well, this, this is a guy that's ready to make peace and work for the company. He shows up at Raw on a Monday. He flew there he he went out of his way to get there and get um, go backstage that's strange why would he do that to be a troll to be a dick i mean he, he said he was there to make a, amends well why would you make amends to make tony nervous of course i mean it, it, it's 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 passive aggressive psychological warfare or it's just stupid plus i mean well, well, wwe WWE made he, the right call. They're like, they, he, he can't be here. We can't be seen like we're interfering with contract. I mean, everyone always likes to say that they're always interfering with contracts, but they can't. So point let me to get this straight. Let yeah. me get this straight. So it seems like him and WWE are on good terms. Then the well, fact that they would have let him backstage. Well, come no, on. I, I think Tamina walked him in. Uh, him and Tamina speaking. No, they're, yeah, they're, they're, there's no way. There's no fucking he, chance. He talked to the Miz. He apparently made up with the Miz. He talked to Paul for a little bit, Triple H, and Triple H said... Oh, so he did speak to Triple H. Apparently. And then Triple H went, let me check with Vince, and Vince said, get him out of here. We can't be, no we can't be seen. He said, you need to get him out. We can't We can't be seen. And it wasn't like, I hate that motherfucker. Uh, apparently. He said, we can't we, we can't have him here. He's under contract to another company. So that's the only reason. So that's interesting, though, Jeff. That is actually... Well, apparently here, this is the real reason apparently Punk was at WWE's Raw, and, and this is why. Uh-huh. Uh, WWE wrestlers believe CM Punk's attendance at last night's Raw was a publicity stunt, like you said, ahead of his impending AEW return, reports Fightful Select. As reported previously, Punk was at the show in Rosemont, Illinois, before Vince McMahon made the call to eject him from the building. Punk met with, uh, with Paul Triple H Levesque, amongst others, before departing. Fightful said that Punk was also seen conversating with Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Tamina, and The Miz, as Levesque was surprised by Punk's presence, but shook hands with him anyway. When Punk asked WWE's chief content officer if he could stick around, Triple H said he would have to ask him if it would be okay. When asked to leave, Punk left the building without incident. Understandably though, given that he's still under contract to the promotion, a number of, and that's AEW, a number mm. of AEW talents were in disbelief when they heard Punk was backstage at Raw, WWE wrestlers were shocked that Punk got into the building too. And also, uh, PW Insider's Mike Johnson reported that The Miz and Punk had cleared the air talks. The duo have had issues in the past, though they were able to speak for a short period at last time's floor, seemingly bearing the beef. Sure, they, 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 they got all that from two seconds. Uh, by the way, while you're doing that, uh, apparently the opening ceremonies to the Hart Memorial Foundation will be at Double or Nothing. Just the opening ceremonies, like it's the Olympics. What? I just wait, read wait, that wait. From, from wrestling purists who usually just resus- resuscitate with Meltzer. Yeah, <laughs> but. 
So hold the phone. We're getting. So this is the Olympics or the World Cup. What is this? Yeah. This is silly, dumb, stupid, retarded. Right. It came to hell of a job. to waste more pay per view time on opening ceremonies. I mean, at least do that for at least do that on a dynamite or something to try to you know artificially jog ratings. Don't waste more time in one of your fourteen match pay per views. I mean, do you see the guy in the top right corner there? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's your fucking uh, man right there doing this shit. That is just not saying. My man. I already know, man. I ain't trying to hear that. See, <laughs> look at this guy. Anyway, I don't know what the hell's going on with this company. I don't know what's going on with him. Nevertheless, it's weird. But look who's in the his house. It is Homeboy88. What up, fellas? What's up? How's that new show doing? I, I yeah. hear you had a swell guest. Me? <laughs> That's true. Anyway, back to the Wallow match. Wallow does win by pinfall via the Powerbomb Symphony. And post-match, as you were sort of saying before, Arn Anderson tells the kid to get in an ice bath and drink a 12-pack after this. Why I don't have any idea, and says people have been wondering why he aligned himself with Wardlow. Well, he goes on to say he's been in this business for forty years and he's figured out who's who in the dressing room. It's ironic that tomorrow is the NFL draft, and you get that number one pick and a turn a team that's pretty good into a dynasty. And Wardlow's AEW's dynasty, yeah, right? Wardlow's a future unlike anyone in the back. And he could put AEW on his shoulders and carry the company into the next millennium. Impossible, actually. And um, they impossible. keep pairing him with other people because they're clearly endorse, giving him an endorsement of confidence and a vote of confidence oh. by never letting him alone ever, ever, ever. It's true. But it gets more weird, though, because Aunt tells him there's some stuff he's going to have to agree with. Sometimes you're going to have to pull an eye out, wrench a thumb off, crack a man over the head with a chair, and then suddenly we hear Christian Cage's fucking music. With Luchasaurus in tow, they stalk around ringside while Cage's music plays and no confrontation occurs because that's how how AEW roll. Yeah, Yeah, that's how you build build a rivalry. So the commentary wasn't clear if it was Christian who wanted to challenge the belt (laughs) or was it Luchasaurus? Was Luchasaurus just there as backup? And by the way, I thought Luchasaurus's new gear looked cool until you saw it closely that those little spikes weren't even plastic that they, they were just basically like some fabric like almost like a like a foam rubber and they <laughs> and they sort of would would flutter back and forth almost like the old like godzilla movies like from the, the 50s and 60s uh where the the fins in his back his spikes would move back and forth uh, unintentionally comedically this was this was the same thing so he's a fucking clown jeff that's all well i mean couldn't they you know like invest in, in like some things that didn't move in the wind, you know, or in an indoor building that didn't have wind, like plastic or harder rubber or like actually steel. Harder rubber? Yeah, harder rubber. I'm sure they've got, I'm sure they got plenty of dildo back there. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They could have used a dildo. It would have been better, actually. I'm being serious. I know you are. I'm sorry. It would have stayed stiff. And just that, saying unlike that's something that you are expert on <laughs> twigs and berries <laughs> twigs and berries twigs and berries baby with your morning well, raisins true. <laughs> morning raisins hey shh. but anyway speaking of uh twigs and berries next 
we get Renee Paquette interviewing Sammy Guevara. Uh, Maxwell Jacob Freeman then comes up to tell him it's his big night and kiss him on the forehead. And Sammy kisses his forehead and tells him that it's their big night. They complain about everybody complaining about them and say they don't care because Sam's getting a fat check and Max keeps the reign of terror rolling as Guevara has a present for MJF and it's a matching vest. Aw, that's so cute. He puts it on Friedman and Max, of course, has a gift for him, which is a matching scarf. They hug cheek to cheek as we go to the break. This was weird. I'm confused. Have we got flaming flamions going around? I don't know. Is that what's, I mean, is that what's happening? Has Sammy forgotten he's part of the Jericho Appreciation Society? That, I was going to ask you that. Is uh, he it, also is MJF now part of that group again? Do do we remember that MJF was sort of part of the inner circle for a while? He was. I mean, the, 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 I mean, are you tired of the synchronized speaking? Like yes. they, they overplay it. Like I was afraid they, they were going to do another song and dance routine, like the T for two thing that Jericho and, and MJF <laughs> did. Um, yeah, th- th- this was this was terrible. This had zero entertainment value as far as I was concerned. Yeah, and I agree. I just thought, what the fuck is going on? No, honestly, that's what was going through my mind. I had no this, idea. This but whole anyway. show was 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 sheer torment for me, and that was before you it told was, me, me that, too. that I had to cover this show. Well, look, what the fuck did I watch? Honestly, that's how I felt. Anyway, there's nothing really to report on other than Flamey Flamnions. I probably didn't even say it properly, but you get my drift. As we come back from commercial, RJ City is backstage again, actually, Jeff. He is speaking of no talent. <laughs> well, apparently he thinks he's got talent, but I yeah. mean, what, what, what was wrong with Lexi Nair? Good question. I mean, at least it's a cheek that's or, or, good to or, look or, at. Or the Dasha bot that they have there. I don't mind Dasha either. Dasha yeah. seems to take over from Justin Roberts right. with well, ring announcer duties. That's the only well, she can do two things. I mean, you know, they, <laughs> I mean, well. and by the way, who who were the who was commentary for Elevation? Is that the one with the big show? Elevation. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was uh, what's his name, dude? Paul White Matt Maynard. And Matt Maynard. Paul White. So Paul White, Shivani, and Matt Maynard. So what's Paul White there for now? Uh, good question. I. I, I don't know. And, <laughs> I have and, no. I mean, and is dark. She was a woman. That's the the cup, they're going to keep dark. And if they're canceling. I'm in the dark on this, Jeff. I have no idea. <laughs> so, so the content that's usually on Elevation, is this the kind of content we can look forward to on Collision? The, the kind of content that nobody needs to watch ever? No. No, 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 no. Don't say that, man. Well, no, well, what else not. could it be? It's the same people. Uh, <laughs> maybe they came to a realization that naming another show the same name twice He's pretty stupid. And it took know. him two, three years. All, all I can tell you is that anybody who listens to Hammerlock Hangover or has just heard me generally knows I pay close attention to the numbers. But I've literally given the numbers for the last three weeks of the YouTube shows. I cover the, every ratings I can get for all the major wrestling shows and, and adjacent shows. But if YouTube shows, I give them, th- I, I report three weeks because I don't, you know, depending on the night of the week we do it, it could be a few hours since the show was released or two days. So in three weeks, that's a pretty fair representation of where they start to plateau. And that's been my experience. Anyway, when I first started doing Hammerlock Hangover with Steve, the dark shows, it was not unusual by by week three for them to be doing between 850 and a million. Then it was what? not unusual for them. AEW Dark? Yeah. Like after really? three weeks, enough people watch it, they would get up to a million viewers. Wow. And it sort of got down to 750. One of the shows was always a little bit behind the other. It wasn't always consistent. They would switch 
they would switch spots. Then, then it start getting more into the threes and fours. Now, after three weeks, it's closer to the one thirties. So, ooh, really? Yeah, it, I mean, it's it, it's overkill. There's too much content, and if this is if the game where this content make way, make way for collision, that's probably smart. I'm still not sure about the wisdom of a Saturday night show versus YouTube. What you, when you can watch at your leisure? Um, but you know, YouTube doesn't make any money. TV does. So, you know. Uh, Whatever. I'm still yeah. not going to. I mean, if this thing is sent around punk and he's acting and he's flying off to Raw and, you know, to yeah. pretend he's making amends and be a complete troll and do cheap publicity stunts, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, this doesn't look good, actually, for AEW or CM Punk going back to AEW. Honestly, I mean, for him to do that, that's the biggest slap to the face to AEW, dude. Yeah, he's, like, he's, he's a shit. He, he, he's, he's a shit and no matter how many things he was right about he's still a shit and and that's what he's gonna be and he's also 44 and he broke i was gonna say that grow the fuck tricep. up man yeah grow I mean, up seriously Christian age still isn't wrestling he had the same torn tricep so uh you know uh, uh, you know you're building something around punk and he seems to be more brittle than christian cage and and you know broke his foot and tore his tricep and if there were reports, he also tore his bicep and his chest. Who knows how many things he freaking tore? But the amount of things he broke in a, in a you know, in the three month period, is is troubling for a man of his age. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is very true, especially when you're just leaning up against a guardrail. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what? I am excited that Punk did all that though, because at least now he's broken the ice with WWE. If you know what I mean, especially talking to Triple H which is a big one because you know how them two feel about each other. I think business down the road is a big possibility. And something tells me deep inside that Punk wants to go back to WWE really deep down. Well, everybody wants to be the returning hero while conquering a dragon at the same time. I mean, that that's, you know, that that's sort of what Cody did, you know, without being obnoxious about it. Yeah. Uh, Punk will absolutely be obnoxious about it. And, you know, Honestly, if Vince McMahon was in charge or still is in charge, he'd eat that up. That's just he's you know we'll 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 see. But Punk is what is he you know in year three of a seven year contract? <laughs> Maybe he's trying to get out of the contract. I mean, could it be that? Sure, it could be that. I mean, it's definitely a publicity stunt though. Facebook user says though in the chat, who do you think should win the new WWE title? And do you like its design? I fucking hate it. Just quietly, maybe I've I got to get used to it. I think it's beautiful. Are you being serious? Yeah, I think I think I think it's a combination of big gold and then with the WWE logo. I think it's, now, beautiful. I think it's a beautiful. Let belt. me let me get something straight, Jeff. Is this meant to be the WWE Championship or the new World Heavyweight Championship? That's what I'm hearing. This is going to be the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, but there will Roman will no longer have two belts. They're they're going to consolidate that into one belt. Remember a while ago they leaked one out with like a black uh, backdrop. It looked exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. It looks similar. Red, yeah, I'm yeah, it did. Sure it did. They're right. going to roll that one out instead. That'll be the universal title. All right. So this is the World Heavyweight Championship, not the WWE Championship. Well, I think it's going to be called the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. All right. So this is the 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 one that's got all the the history behind it, right? I. I don't know because they're not clear. It's all made up anyway. No, but you know what I'm saying, man. This is the the belt that that everybody's held since the beginning of WWE, going back to the. the, This would this would be the belt that 
Dusty never held. Well, okay, all right. I hope that's true because I'm getting conflicting stories about that. Facebook user says, yes, was hoping they get rid of those belts. I actually still prefer those older belts, just quietly. And he says he can have his own opinion, Jimmy. Lol. He can. Yeah, thank you, Facebook user. Who the hell is that? Jeez. I'm not the bully here. Obviously, someone who voted for me. Obviously. Suck Jeff's dick more, why don't you, whoever you are. (laughs) It's a show about love. (laughs) It is a show about love. And Dynamite was a show about love. Yes. Love's in the air. We're we're keeping the theme. See, people watching All Access, probably not about love. (laughs) Which show? Love. (laughs) Every time I look around. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> dun, 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 dun. that's the outro now that's it anyway let's move on um, every time so I, did, <laughs> I did like what is that pizza time sensitive the, the song that you play in the beginning oh yes remind me to send it to you I forgot about I don't that. need to I shazammed it on my own I don't trust you oh did you oh good good boy good boy I yeah know. the pizza guy you should see the, the film guy. clip it's pretty funny yeah no it was good I like, I, I, I like it it's oh hey what up fucking Rob what's going on man <laughs> Don't read this out loud, he says. I know, I know, but he's a personal friend of mine. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Rez is where we grew up, basically. But anyway, huh. that's cool. What up, Rob, man? Fucking long time no see, bro. Is that a prison? No, it's it's, oh. it's, 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 it's it's a hood term for reservoir, the suburb. Oh. There you go. Anyway, so we say Reza instead. Gotcha. Anyway, cool. um, yeah, it is cool, as a matter yeah. of fact. It's badass. That's... that's it is hey, Reza was badass, man. Baby. <laughs> wow. Anyway, speaking of badass, I was mentioning RJ City, who's not so badass, but apparently him and John Moxley ends up clobbering him upside his head like he good. always gets clobbered. Thank you, Moxley. Good. Thank you, Moxley. <laughs> yeah. He then gets on the mic as Claudio Costagnoli and Willa Uta come up behind him. He says tonight is a big night for Blackpool Combat Club and they have some scars to leave. <sighs> I'm so sick of this group already, Jeff. Is this like the screwdriver crew? I mean, can we call them that at this point? I'm pretty sure Moxley has been drinking some screwdrivers. Oh, <laughs> you think? I think he's back on the on the fucking terps. Big, that in the was, big that was the insinuation I was making. I know that absolutely. Okay. Uh, but anyway, it's just still weird. I'm sick of this group already, but they're all over the television all over AEW television I'm, I'm, the thing about this group is that I'm less sick of them than almost every other group that's on the show so there's that I guess I guess yeah, <laughs> but yeah, big right. big deal I couldn't exactly. care this yeah so it's, it's a low bar it is a low bar <laughs> I see what you did there anyway speaking of low bar next we get Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara for the AEW World Championship number one contenders tournament finals match as Maxwell Jacob Freeman's on commentary for this one, eating pickles. Kosher I wonder pickles. what he's, yeah, I wonder what is what he's insinuating here. Nevertheless, Sammy Guevara does end up winning via disqualification with the Eddie Guerrero special and becomes number one contender for your AEW World Championship. Now, Jeff, In are we getting a Chavo Guerrero told uh, Ray and Dominic to stop using Eddie's name, then pretending he was being a heel about it. Is it the same week? Mercedes Monet afterwards, you know, pays tribute to Eddie yet again, and now they're doing. The Everybody's paying tribute to Eddie, every, Jeff. Every fucking show, somebody goes on the ropes and, and gets the, <laughs> the wiggle wiggle up there. God rest his soul, but I'm starting to get sick of seeing that too, man. They're so bastardizing his name, so dude. I mean, listen, he was a great wrestler, but I, I mean, absolutely, the, the impact that he's had on this generation is is so much more than the impact was at the time. 
Um, More than the again, impact I guess zone that's too. What a legacy is sometimes a legacy does <laughs> right. out 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 expand, eclipse the reality, and that seems to be what's happening. I mean, if somebody was just learning about Eddie Guerrero and saw all of the tributes and all talking about, him, and then went back and looked at his career, you you would think that he had a Hulk Hogan like career. <laughs> oh, that's, that's actually true. Yeah, look. Uh, his legacy is being pumped up a lot more than what it was. Let's be honest. Yeah, but I mean, I, I should stop saying it because it sounds like I'm I'm belittling him. I'm not. I just no, 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 absolutely. Which is being truthful here, man. I agree with you. That's but Sabo wasn't being a heel. He was he was he's being a little bit of a whiny bitch and and him and, <laughs> and, him, and him pretending that he was in character as a heel. Shut up. Just, <laughs> just shut up. Just shut, shut up. up, Chavo. Fuck you. No, look, but you're right, though, about Eddie. I love Eddie. I was always one of Eddie's biggest fans, but it's true. I mean, we've got to call it how we see it. It is what it is, you know what I mean? But anyway, who cares because Guevara does win. So I'm expecting a finger poke of doom of some sort here, Jeff. Uh, no. Probably uh, not, uh, probably not. But No, I mean, I love, we know what I'd we're going to get. We're going to get what we knew what we were going to get in the beginning, a four-way match, and right. that, that, that gets set up by, well, I mean... When? when next week when? aren't you about to tell us how how after the disqualification mjf says okay great now i'm, I'm facing sammy guevara and but the whole time uh tony shivani is saying i have tony khan on the line I, I yes, hear him in my i'm ear. about to say that right now so yes i know you're about to say it but you kept MJ- when like you didn't know where i was going with it so i'm <laughs> no, like oh my god I'm i better just, rescue him i'm just being an idiot jeff like this show but mjf does raise sammy's hand and they put boots to derby Referee Paul Turner tries to restore order, but it takes Jungle Boy's music hitting before the heels scatter as Tony Schiavone gets some news at commentary while Alan and Perry Bicker <laughs> in the ring and Guevara and Freeman gloat on the stage. Max gets on the mic and tells him to beat the hell out of each other because it's just going to make the moment better for him. He tells him they suck and should go back to the undercard. Tony Schiavone then gets on the mic and calls Freeman a prick before saying he just spoke with Tony Khan and Sammy earned a title shot, yes, but he may not be the only one because next week Jungle Boy and Darby will team against them and if the baby faces win, they get added to the match. Right. Jeez. And, and you know, Darby and, and Jungle Boy have been having some issues with each other, so really, can they coexist? So MJF obviously is going to be really great to Sammy this whole week and treat him like royalty and be really cool to him so that they don't have any issues and they're totally on the on the same page, right? Right, apparently. Right. Except when they go to MJF's SUV, which is completely empty, he tells Sammy <laughs> that it's full, push, shoves him out of the way, gets in the car, and drives away quickly. I have no idea what the hell's going on, man. So his strategy, which was working, he, he just shot himself in the foot while he, he coyote style. And Sammy, uh, not Sammy, Darby, who was trying to enlist Jungle Boy's assistant, basically said, I can, by the way, I please watch my back today, but I could beat you anytime I want. Uh, yes. You got lucky, you know, uh, I mean. Stupid. They're, they're all idiots. All of them. Bunch of idiots, man. And And the thing is, you know what bothers me more? So MJF can make tournaments at his leisure, right? That's right. how it goes. Whatever. You know, Tony Khan never said anything. Didn't sanction that. Right. He, you know, he he didn't sanction that. He did sanction that. I have no idea. Just so we get this tag match with different stipulations that he has sanctioned. It's just all this shit doesn't make sense to me. I don't like yeah, how this has all happened. 
I know what you're saying because it's not consistent, but I, I actually don't even care that the champion gets to make their own rules because every promotion ever has done that. Happens all But they the don't time. make tournaments, Jeff. Eh, okay, fine. I, 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 can't, I, I can't tell you if that's correct or not. I really don't remember whether it's ever happened or not. Uh, but it doesn't matter. Ch- champions all the time do things. I mean, you know, you know, Matt Cardona was putting things in the in in Bully Ray's way. You know, having him face every member of the Cardona family first. I mean, it, it, ch- champions have always sort of been able to, you know, sort of off the record but on the record make their own stipulations, sort of rule the place. And I'm okay with that. I, I don't I don't mind that that, that Tony asserted his you know his authority at the last moment here just just the way the story played out was really stupid i mean everybody knew where we were going to get there everybody knows where we're going to get how we're going to get there you know it's obviously going to be that you know sammy and mjf can't get along and you know sammy's going to probably eat the pen of course because he eats pens Uh, darby and jungle boy will get along a little bit better but not much and and we're going to get our silly little fatal four-way i mean that we always knew we were going to get you know, and I don't know. This this is this is another Explain case. Explain it, please. It's another case of AW knowing where they want to get to. They want to have this portal knowing, but don't know how to get there. Right, but they don't know how to get there, or the, you know, they don't, or whatever their idea is. So even you sound me. confused trying to explain this shit, Jeff. It's just weedy. It's just it's just full of weeds, and, and the acting is bad, and and it's it's not a good look when your top four guys are are acting stupid, especially the one guy who's your four pillars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And listen, none of them are supposed to be stupid. I mean, MJF is the is the schemer. The he's like the cerebral assassin. So why he would thinks he he's done stupid? the smart thing, but he clearly right. hasn't. Like Darby's supposed to be the silent, you know, but devious one. You know, Sammy's not supposed to be dumb. He's just, you know, he's just, you know, sort of perennially the sidekick. Jungle Boy, I don't know what he is. He, he he's sort of a dumb blonde. So. I'm gonna call MJF from now on. Yeah, he's a dumb, uh, dumb blonde. I'm gonna call MJF from now on. Ted DiBiase, man, he's the million dollar man. Ted DiBiase, that's that's his character now. All right, federal charges coming. <laughs> Everybody has a price, Jeff. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, let's move on from this stupidity because we get more stupidity next, Jeff. Right. It's Adam Cole making his entrance. Actually, sorry. Uh, let me rephrase that. We've got to go back to MJF because as we come back, Renee Paquette tries to interview MJF and Sammy Guevara after that incident. Right. As Max pops off on Tony Khan and says, it's been like this since day one, but as long as he's champion, the belt goes with him. He drives off by himself after telling Sammy there's no room in his car like a little bitch crying and you already we already really spoke about that but anyway but like i said adam cole does make his entrance next and he gets on the mic he curses at chris jericho and calls him down saying it's one thing to run in his mouth to, to jump him and beat him up but handcuffing him and watching as he orchestrated a beat down for Britt baker that's unforgivable and it will hurt him bad he calls chris out again and goes to leave to find him but Judas plays and Jericho appears on the trine instead. Now, before I continue about what Jericho says, this is retarded again, and I'll say why. If you want to beat up Jericho so fucking bad, Cole, don't call him out in the middle of the ring. Go and attack him with a fucking screwdriver or something. That's when the screwdriver is plausible here because after what he did, right, storyline-wise, to Britt Baker, you want to kill this guy, not call him out. Adam Cole. I mean, you know, faces go in the ring and they want to take care of business in the ring. 
and also a screwdriver versus a bat wouldn't make much sense. So at least he should bring his own bat. Whatever. Whatever. It, it, Some it, sort of weapon. Yeah, Adam Cole was dopey, but uh, you know, you know, and Jericho had a plan, but you know, his heel well, plan. Yeah. Well, you'll yeah, just it's, it's dumb. But anyway, he laughs off the idea, and I'm talking about Jericho, of coming and fighting him because he doesn't want to be near a man who let the love of his life get buried in front of him. He says Cole is a coward and he won't come near him, but his guys will enter the Jericho Appreciation Society, stalking down to the ring and overwhelming Adam with that damn numbers game. Orange Cassidy and Badillo then make the save because they're best friends now, Jeff. Right, and soon they love en- Adam Cole. And they love Adam Cole, baby. So soon enough, they succumb to the just superior numbers. But that's all right because End of Heartache ends up playing. And surprise, surprise, it is another Vanilla Midget making his AEW debut in Roderick Strong. And... The Backbreakers. least coveted free agent in professional wrestling. The least. No one gave a shit. No one was even talking about him in the IWC, YWC. No, nobody was even, no, no, WWE didn't even bother to say that they released him or, or that his contract was... No one reported... Dave Meltzer, who seems to know everything that's going on in AEW, didn't, didn't, never even bothered to report that this guy's contract expired. Nobody cared. Nobody cared, including us. And, and, uh, and you know what I the worst news is? This What's means that? Marina Shafir is, is still going to be there. <sighs> yeah. And, and, and all of these super fans are going, oh, great, the Undisputed Era. Bring back Bobby Fish, who got himself fired. He's like <laughs> one of four people to get themselves released. And, and they're such big fans, they don't know that, that Kyle O'Reilly has a broken fucking neck. Yeah. This is dumb and dumb. But anyway, backbreakers for everybody. Cole and Strong stare at each other for a long beat before hugging once again for more love in the ring as we've had all night. That's the theme of the night. Um, and we'll yeah. Look here for love, actually. Oh, absolutely. Speaking of love, we get QTV doing their thing, but who cares? Because Roderick Strong is all elite, Jeff. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on one second here. One, one second. I mean, because they said in commentary that Bandito and Adam Cole, or Orange Cassidy and... So they said Bandito and Adam Cole, or Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole, have a very complicated relationship. What what are they talking about? I have no idea. It doesn't seem complicated to me. Was he the one who beat Adam Cole in an unsanctioned match when Adam Cole first came back? Uh, Probably. I I don't know. This is this this whole thing was all complicated. I I mean, I don't know why they brought any of that stuff up, but I have no idea. So 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 was the next. Sorry, I'm sorry for this shit. Yeah, Roderick Strong, All Elite. Awesome. Yes. The, the, the second major minor announcement, Trinity star, uh, Naomi, Trinity Fatu, is apparently starting with Impact tomorrow. Uh, oh, poor Friday. girl. Yeah. Poor girl. Boy, has she fallen hard. Wow. She, she uh, you know, it's, it's talking about love and long, loving the wrong person. She loved her friend and... Her friend took her everywhere with her, but apparently her friend didn't have enough juice for two. Talking about Orange mm. Cassidy and the squeeze. It wasn't enough <laughs> juice, for, juice for two. And speaking about juice, I know that we saw Juice Robinson at juice. some point here. Rock hard Juice Robinson, that is, Jeff. Yeah, right, exactly. Really rock hard because uh looks like Rampage is going to be a, a ripper of a show, Jeff, for us this cool. coming Friday. Full of bangers. Bang, banger after the banger. And you know what's worse? It's on very early at 5.30 p.m., which is like... I think 8, 8.30 a.m. my time. It's fucking early, man. Yeah, it's awesome time. <laughs> it's a bad time, bro. 
How many say every week now we've got like a lucky dip in uh rampage times? Is that what's yeah, going I'm, on? I'm sure there's gonna be no problems with collision on Saturdays either. No <laughs> what what road rampage you last week? 378, something like that in the <sighs> on the Saturday night slot. Something like that. I mean right. psh, who cares? I don't even well, know I what care. the fuck that was. I know you care, that's why you're the numbers guy. Don't worry about uh don't worry about uh, TK being the numbers guy. There's it's Dr. Jeff numbers on, on Wrestling Super and there's there's Jeff numbers here. <laughs> But that's with an ERS. That's right. Just quietly. That's right. But anyway, you're not just anyway, a this... face. I would no, hug not. you if we were there. You know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> anyway, QTV though are doing their thing. Will Hobbs and storms in and threatens Cutie Marshall. <laughs> About time. But who cares? Because Roddy's here and he's the, and he has the end of heartache. Because I'm excited, Jeff. Yeah, like the, all the mark tags. Yeah, a lot yeah. of fall away uh, suplexes there. A lot a of exploders. Lot. Yeah, he took Eddie Kingston's one move. <laughs> anyway, QT makes excuses and promises as Hobbs, he'll be a champion again, apparently. Will tells him to fix it if he goes to plan B. But again, who cares? Because Roderick Strong is here, Jeff. <laughs> right. And that QTV had absolutely no comedic value, though there were None. I mean, plenty of shots of, of Aaron Solo looking at Harley Cameron's boo. Yes. I can't say I blame him for that part of it. But, God but there, damn. I mean, he... Like whatever doing a QTV, you know they're they're already they're ruining whatever comedic value there was by not doing comedy. And Hobbs <laughs> should have just left their ass. He should be nowhere near this shit. And now he's a guy without a title, saddled with losers. It's Piccadilly pairs right here in AEW, dude. And then he say something like, "Yeah, it was going real well when I was writing the book." I mean, is he, is he still doing that book of Hobbs thing? Uh, apparently, he's still snitching, bro. It's it, it should be stop lying, stop snitching. Just like 50 Cent would say. You know I mean, what I mean? At this point. I mean, he should actually at least blog. He should, like, on Twitter, he should, like, release a blog every day. Be like, say, this is the book of Hobbs. I mean, just keep up the gimmick. The, the Hobbs blog? The Hobbs blog. That's right. The book, book, book of Hobbs versus. He should, he should do it like the, like the, like the um, Divine Comedy. He should do, call them Cantos. <laughs> this is sad, man. I, I, I really feel sorry for Hobbs. QTV, yeah, whatever. And you know what's funny? Trains, like the, the, the Nostradamus did. True. The Dollar King used to tell me to check out, uh, ha- what's her name? Harley Quinn, whatever the fucking name is. Harley Cameron. Harley Cameron. And it's funny, guys. You got to check this chick out, man. She's from England, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. I see her. Then I'm like, she's not from England. She's from Australia, man. Stop getting our accents confused, bro. Come on. Right, you know, I can tell the difference between other accents. But thank um, you. There I is mean, a difference. Come on, man. I mean, listen, to, to check her out is just is just for her boobs and their and their store bought. So I mean, oof. There was one video that he showed me though that she looked mighty mighty fine. But can I say, because it's been a while, that I would. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> oh, like you oh. have a dollar. <laughs> I would definitely buy that for a dollar if I did. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Raven toast doesn't come free. It doesn't. It's actually quite expensive compared to normal toast. It, it should saying. be. It should be absolutely. Anyway, this was crap. It sucks. Well, you're watching poop videos on YouTube. Uh, no, blame D. Anyway, <laughs> I know. I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm disturbed too. I can't get it out of my head. Why'd you have to bring it up? But we'll get to poop later on because there's a main event coming after this match because mm-hmm. next it is jade cargill versus Taya valkyrie for your AEW tbs championship 
Jade Cargill is your champion. Now, for the five minutes that this match was, I liked it. But Jade Cargill does end up winning via pinfall with a schoolboy pin to retain her AEW TBS championship. I was expecting something with the Jaded, but I guess we didn't get that. Right. Well, what you know, basically, we we booked it. I, I booked what the ending should have been. As stupid as that that was, it, it's what it should have been. Where she right. she did the, the the whatever it is, the flight to Valhalla, whatever she calls yeah. the damn thing. Too many and, Valhallas, dude. And and she gets the pinfall, and then you know Mark Sterling reminds him that's illegal in this match. No, well, no. The, ref, the ref reminded her in this case, and and then she she gave up. She just couldn't think of anything else to do because she hasn't been wrestling for twenty years. Um, so yeah. then Jade does the, the schoolgirl, but the the commentary said that she held the trunks like she was supposed to be pulling the tights, but she didn't get her arms far enough and she wasn't holding the she wasn't pulling on the trunks. So commentary couldn't adjust or there's a time lapse or whatever. So they sort of, they sort of botched it. So it was the weakest looking pin I ever saw. Um, and boy, does Taya look not just stupid, but weak because she wasn't even wounded at the time. And there She's wasn't Frankie a Monet the, again, Jeff. Yeah, there wasn't a pulling of the tights, and nobody could say just play it back, roll roll it again, or or, or this sucks. We have to come up with a different finish. So um, long term storytelling, Jeff. Yeah, but um, but Layla Gray's top was well, pretty uh, pretty, pretty. I think it was an homage to the um, the new um, Little Mermaid movie. <laughs> Is there actually a new Little Mermaid movie? Yeah, live action one. You know, shells oh. on, just shells on the boobs. Yeah. Eh, I guess that's all right. I mm-hmm. guess. Sure. Whatever, because I'm post-match... Sure, I, I can't, I'm not sure it's not a porno. I really don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there is one out there. Anyway, it's post-match... With, it's, with a, it's with a young star. Her name is Hallie. It's not Barry, because all I want to say is Hallie Barry, <laughs> but it's not Hallie Barry, but it's it's it's, it's a similar last name, which is well, very yeah. confusing for me. Because, you know, like, well, she, I, Hallie Barry is not young anymore, so... Uh, no, but she's still phenomenal. But, absolutely. Um, yeah. Um I'm not going to remember this poor young woman's name, but she's she'll, she's going to be very... She's already famous, and she'll be famous her soon. Well, speaking of famous, Tay is pissed and throws Jade's entourage around, but the champion then bails out of the ring. She goes to hit the road to Valhalla on Aubrey Edwards, but referees end up breaking it up. Right, because the referees like, knew that, that, that there was going to... That this was what was, was going to happen. They knew that she was going to turn almost heel. She's having a bit of a wham-wham, Jeff. That's what's happening here. She's having a wham. Anyway, speaking of wham, we get Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Jamie Hayter cutting promos on the outcast backstage. Britt says they're, they're decent human beings until they have a reason not to be, and Jamie calls them sneaky and says, this is far from over, and that was that. And uh, This was Jamie, recorded a week the ago, by up. the way. This was was this, it? Yeah, because... Britt had this black eye last week and it doesn't take that long for a black eye to heal. Well, Jamie Hayden should never speak again because she sucked yeah. here, man. Everybody who says that she should be a champion that she's going to be a big star, no, she isn't. She's Hell not going to no. be a big star. And for someone who's their best friend as a dentist, get those goddamn teeth fixed. <laughs> she's English, bro. That I do. know, really. Her, she has very English teeth. I mean, my God. <laughs> I mean, they're all canines. <laughs> the UK is our third biggest listener base just quietly yeah. so shout outs to our UK listeners but come on guys you know we're speaking truth <laughs> my, 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 my god the, she, she looks like she's some uh, under I mean I wouldn't be surprised oh. if she didn't have like other layers of, of razor sharp teeth behind the, the front teeth uh. like where sharks have like layers of teeth 
<laughs> We're pricks, man. And Media M5 says, Hater is a fetish fan wrestler. He's all. That is all. Can't can't speak. Doesn't have a good body. And her, her boobs ended her waist. I mean, what what makes people think <laughs> that she'd be a star in WWE? Because she can throw a curveball. Is, that, is that what WWE looks for in their wrestlers? Come on. Apparently, they look for herpes, a walking herpes basket, Jeff. Well, that's not well. That's not usually what WWE <laughs> looks for. I mean, <laughs> that's a sounds more like a GCW thing to me. Oh, or, well, definitely. Or whatever definitely. Rob Black is running these days. <laughs> but by the way, has has uh, uh, that XPW reboot has has that been very successful ever since the the, the Dick? The I looked it up when you told me that you yeah. were right. It was a reboot, and I haven't heard nothing since. Right, they haven't had another show, right? Remember when I said that was terrible? You're you're not going to have any more customers. We're just getting started. That was what two months ago. I mean, a, a show since. Who in their right mind thinks to themselves, you know, you know what I'll do? I want to start another wrestling promotion right now because we can make money. No, right. dickhead. It's too much. People You're not going to make money. People have no idea how to do anything else. Uh, well, he does porn. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just... trying, he's trying to combine the two. <laughs> oh, well, unfortunately, if, yes, unfortunately, they have it's shows. bad porn and bad wrestling. Then the two and bad wrestling and bad porn doesn't make a good thing. It's no, it's not it like chemistry where two negatives <laughs> make a positive. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Anyway, speaking of uh, bad porn or fetishes or something, we have uh, well, not quite here, but just after this, it is Bullet Club. Can we call these guys Bullet Club Gold? Is that what they are? Because in Japan. They're not really Bullet Club, apparently, but yeah, they right. are. I, I saw David Finley say, I don't know what they're doing, but it has nothing to do with Bullet Club. Right, right. Well, anyway, so we'll call them Bullet Club Gold. There, no, Bullet Club Gold, I think, is just a new a new malt liquor. <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they cut a promo about their match on Rampage this week. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it because it is on Rampage, so we'll see. Uh, next, though, we get the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, making his entrance to join commentary for our main event as we go to break and we're up to the main event jeff it is butcher and the blade versus kenny omega and kote Bush, i mean uh Takeshita, or Takeshita, sorry uh-huh. <laughs> uh shit on his nose whatever the fuck his name is mole um yeah god damn it i can't stop looking at it anyway this match was cool until the end dude um anyway kenny and and Takeshita end up winning via pinfall with the power drive knee from Takeshita onto Butcher and they were trying so hard to play off the Golden Lovers here it's just ridiculous Just anyway it is what it is um, but Danielson gets on the mic and says he sees one professional wrestler who got the pin and one amateur who's exhausted his best days are behind him living in a legacy he built in Japan he says if Takeshita trained with the BCC He'd be a world beater, but if he trains with the elite, he'd be like Nakazawa washing them in the showers. That was speaking of love who's in the air. Anyway, the rest of the BCC hits the ring to beat Omega down. Brian says last week they started something, and this week they're going to end it. And he's got the screwdriver. He gives it to Moxley, but the young bucks make the save one arm and all in Matt Jackson. Superkick parties for Claudio and Yuta, and Omega hits a dragon suplex on John. As the Bucks hit the ring, Superkick Party continues and connects on to Danielson, tries to take Takeshita into going in the ring, and he does getting uh he, he does get between Omega and Moxley. Blackpool pulls the Bucks out of the ring. Mox shoves Takeshita into Omega, 
and then hits a paradigm shift onto Omega. Then Senen Costagnoli then raised Konsuke, Konsuke's hand, but he's not having it as Brian tells him to think about what he's doing and tells him if he wants to be with the BCC, Rilla then blow blows him and Moxie spikes Takeshita with the screwdriver over and over. And then we just see blood pouring out of uh, Takeshita's head as the Blackpool Combat Club leave the ring. Now, I just want to say, you can't call someone a friggin' amateur when you have a friggin' screwdriver in your hand. I mean, this whole, this whole thing is stupid, and the whole custody of Takeshita thing is dumb. I mean, they're doing a custody of Mark Briscoe thing on, on the very same oh, show. God. And Takeshita, like not wanting them to be vicious like trying you know the team he's on he's trying to to stop them from being vicious even though he's not supposed to be a dumbass and knows that the the, the other team will be vicious and is vicious and all delicious the time. Get vicious and delicious it's ridiculous <laughs> be a vicious and delicious i sent you something <laughs> in the in the private i saw chat. it i just okay. don't worry i'm, I'm no, aware i'm very, very aware well, now, now, very you, nice. now you know going forward um and, and, <laughs> anyway this, this whole thing was awkward and dumb and the only thing that was remarkable here is that Moxley wasn't bleeding that was remarkable as a matter of fact you're right and, it's true and he looks stupid everyone looks stupid everyone everyone looks everyone stupid, looks stupid. Awkward in this thing I, I mean Don Callis was not, I mean the like the only role of Don Callis is to try to make this make sense in some way shape or form and he wasn't even there for that yeah where the fuck was he how dumb, man. I, I Look, don't know this whole thing. I, this, this is a bad way. Was, this was a shit show. It's like, I mean, listen, there's been a lot of shit shows in the history of AEW. This may have been, I mean, as they get more desperate, like it, it gets shittier. Instead of trying to do something like more cohesive, it's like, everybody do what you want. It's really the inmates running the asylum at this point. It, it, I mean, I, I want to say it always was, but there was a time when, when like the show was really, really good. I, I it was a long time. Think about to their first year, how good that first year was, dude. I, I hated the first two or three months. Really, but as of January, like when the first Jericho Cruise started, like once Britt Baker started making fun of Tony Schiavone being a, a barista, barista, I mark that as the moment where that next eight or nine months was great. Just. Almost it was was great wrestling shows. After that, it was hit or miss. But it wasn't it wasn't like this. I mean, I dare say though, Jeff, this is worse than WCW in two thousand, dude. You know, I'm telling you, you, man, my memory just isn't that good. So I, I'm not prepared to say that. But this, I mean, at least in WCW, you, you had the feeling that somebody was running the show, and maybe it was all the wrong ideas, and maybe they were going crazy, but. Here, or maybe I was just too young to realize, but here it just seems like nobody's, everybody's just, everyone's just freelancing. It's a mess. Yeah, literally. Medium 5 says, what sucks is you won't see how Kenny Omega isn't happy with Take a Shit from last yeah. week. Well, this is the watch... Golden Lovers. Right, exactly. You have to watch Buck's YouTube channel, so this is somewhat of a setup as Omega really wants to push it. That's what it is. It's exactly what it is. It's setting so, up to the Golden Lovers against Takeshita and Danielson. I'm going to say that. That's what it will be. Didn't he already face Danielson? I mean, didn't, didn't yes, they already match? Not, uh, yes, the, not, wasn't he one of the, the villains that uh, MJF set in front of Danielson to get to that match? When he was picking uh, all faces? He picked Bandito. He picked Takeshita. Yeah, something like that. He picked Timothy Thatcher. The only one that made he a did. little bit of sense was Brian Cage. That's 
that's true. Well, this is what we're going to, I think, anyway. It's going to be Danielson and Takeshita versus the Golden Lovers, dude. But, but how funny is it that the one guy who isn't involved in this thing at all is, well, Adam is, Page? Is Dolly Pat, Parton, Adam Page. <laughs> Where the fuck is he gone suddenly? I don't understand what's happening here now with him. I, I it's just. Know. Where, where, where are the stories about his contract running out in 27 months and he's not happy because he's not been, been re-signed? Where, where, where are those? I have no idea. You could forgive him for one week, right? But now two weeks in a row, it's getting a little strange. Right. I mean, is, is he having another baby? I mean, is, is, he, is he married? I mean, did he, have, did he get another concussion that they don't want to talk about? I mean, it could be that. It could be that. Let's be one of the big stars. How can he not be on TV all this time? I... I can't answer that. I have no idea. I I, I just don't. I, I mean, does, I really don't. doesn't want to rescue Adam Cole. Doesn't want to. Doesn't want to rescue the elite. I mean, he, he's Dark no Order's good. gone. He's he's yeah. Dark Order. Well, good for that. I'm not going to complain about the Dark Order That's being. True. They Neither hired Stu Grayson right in time to to retire the Dark <laughs> Order. That's good. Why why not? Uh, they rehire Roderick guys. Week. I mean, come on. I mean, what's going? Oh on? yeah. Did I mention that Roderick Strong is all elite? You didn't. That's amazing. Oh, what, what a great signing. What about Trinity? Trinity Star? Is she all elite too? Is gonna, gonna impact, really, baby. Gonna be a game changer with that, that women's division? She's all like, impact. Like Kaya Valkyrie was? Ah, <laughs> uh, Look, man, at this point right now, wrestling as a whole is kind of weird. But uh... It is kind of weird. I mean, I think, I, I think that's fair to say. But I have to say that this week's Raw wasn't terrible. This week's Raw. No, I mean, it wasn't it was great. the best was, show. But, but it was a wrestling show. NXT was was uh, NXT was great, and and the show flow was excellent. If other WWE shows flowed like NXT, but with main roster talent, WWE would be a much better product. I agree. I, I told you it'll be the outro. <laughs> it should always be the intro and the outro. <laughs> it could be. Maybe it will. If we keep getting shows like this. Uh, John Paul Young, dude. Come on. Okay. I don't think I... You don't know John Paul Young? Listen, there's a lot of things in here, and there's a lot of things out of here also. So. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame you. Actually, where is he from, John Paul Young? I, I think he's... Uh, let me just see. He's I mean, Australian. I think, yeah, I he's think Australian. He's Australian, yeah. I, I thought that. Wonder. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he absolutely I, I was. He wanted to stay Lou Rawls, which is... You're gonna miss my loving, which is you all never know. It, it was a one-hit wonder. He definitely was. I had a feeling he was Australian, but I wasn't a hundred percent. No, no, I knew, I knew he was Australian. That much I knew. I couldn't think of the name though, and I've already forgotten the name, by the way. Oh, who's this? Facebook user says, "Love your brother. Tell Evil Dose he's the man." Wish version, <laughs> wish, wish version, as in we wish he was on the show, not Chris. Uh, Who the uh, fuck is this? It's probably Chris. Who else would say that? <laughs> I need to know. What, what why is he... person prefers me on the skirmish to Chris? I mean, like I have like, no I, idea. I would accept that on other shows. Like there, there, there might be shows where I, you know, like uh, like Machismo because I I watch Raw and he doesn't. But the skirmish now, no, 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 no. The, the skirmish is Jimmy and Chris. It is uh, Chris and myself, but that is suspicious. I kind of want to know who is it because lately I, it's I can't Chris see. Or it's probably Jarda. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> That's my friend. That's actually my mate. Oh, your friend? <laughs> no, like, no, you know, no. I, I know. I've got a, I got a, I have a fan and it works with Homeboy. He, he actually called me and put his friend on the line. 
Oh, really? Oh, that guy who I think it is? I don't know his name, but, but he said, I really love you. I love your work on, I'm a big fan. I said, thank you. <laughs> on the show. And by the way, Chris uh, Whelan, he, he's been binge listening to Garden of Doom and Garden Views. He's like uh, running he's... on episodes. I, I, I have almost 200 <laughs> episodes between those two shows. He, he loves all our shows, man. He, he's a I real... Got... I mean, listen, everyone out there, be He's like Chris Whelan and, and, and Vince listen to all of, all of the shows. <laughs> and just quietly, bro, love you too. And I'm talking about my friend Rob. He clearly loves you too. So, uh, <laughs> loves in the air on this show. That's for sure. Hopefully, Chris is not listening right now, Jeff, because uh, that's Jimmy, even more. I've talked to you about long distance relationships. <laughs> love is in the air, indeed. Well, in saying that, Jeff, tell them where they can find you, man wherever love is you can find me at FSLMD <laughs> on Twitter you can find me here on the TWC and where we cross pollinate on the channel Attitude and Powered by Humming Media Group for Uncaged and Smack Attack and some miscellaneous occasionally um, my non-wrestling podcasts are Garden of Doom and Garden Views and you should all check it out uh, plenty of esoteric and alternate history and fun stuff about Atlantis and Tataria and aliens and angels and demons and mm. all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, Garden Views is more topical. Um, I interviewed someone yesterday who, who worked on Sonic the Hedgehog and Disney and really? stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, a lot of fun stuff there coming up. That's a Garden Views coming up. And my wrestling podcast that doesn't involve this crew is Hammerlock Hangover with Big Daddy Cool Steve Pena. But yes, you can find it on the PWC. Wow. And look at <laughs> Oh, and I'm supposed to be doing a show with uh, Mish on Sunday um, about the Raka Khan lawsuit versus, well, everyone in the universe. So that's going to be on the Wrestling Soup Network. And so you can check, look for that Sunday. Um, and I am doing a Garden of Doom on Drew Yari's Patreon soon, probably within the next two weeks. I, I asked for a delay because I have to get some shit together to do a proper presentation. Oh, nice. Looking forward to that. Keep me posted on that one. Um, and Big Ray, bro, it hasn't been intentional. It's just uh, with no iPhone, it's a problemo. And I was going to get back to you, actually, right after the show, as a matter of fact. So don't worry, I'll see what you said. And yes, I know you sent me the A show, which is going up tonight. So don't worry, bro. I see you. I see you loud and clear. I just don't know when I'm going to get another iPhone at this yeah, point. Big Ray, fucking ridiculous. I, I, I can upload it onto the PWC. If oh, you yeah, yeah. You, you can. send it to me and I'll take care of it. You did, you you do do it, for, you did it for me for, for weeks or months on uh, the hustle. And I, I'm not sure who does it. Maybe on Hameen also, though. I think Ben, ben does that. But uh, I, I can do it. <laughs> Lies with love, Big Ray. That's not a lie. It's fucking true. That's why I haven't been liar, Jim. You don't question oh, Big damn Ray. damn it. That's true. Don't worry, bro. Big Ray. <laughs> oh, he's selling out the loves. I love you too, bro. I, th- I think we all love, love you. Big Ray is very complicated. <laughs> it's not complicated it's with me. I love Loving him Ray. ain't easy. And he's snapping. I don't know why you're snapping, but oh, snap. He's part of the Should Adams be all shucks. <laughs> Sorry. Because he's part of the Adams family. Oh, true. Snap. Da-na-na-na. There we go. Anyway, if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at DJ Mass Effects. And also you can follow us at the PwC Network. Please like and subscribe right here at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com where you can find all our shows. And also like and subscribe at channelattitude.com where for five bucks you get the best talk in pro wrestling. And I truly mean that. And also at hummingmediagroup.podbean.com 
where you can find all our affiliate shows. And I think in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. That's Dr. Jeff Lippman, Evil Dose. <laughs> and we bid you with you. Me or the audience again. <laughs> I was going to say, with all the love in the world, we right, bid you with you. Don't stay evil. Stay lovely. Peace. Stay smooches, my friend. <laughs> Free smooches. <laughs> See you. See you. Love is in the air Everywhere I look around Love is in the air Every sight and every sound And I don't know if I'm being foolish Don't know if I'm being wise But it's something that I must believe in And it's there when I look in your eyes Love is in the air In the whisper of the tree Love is in the air In the thunder of the sea And I don't know if I'm just dreaming Don't know if I feel safe But it's something that I must believe in And it's there when you call out my name
Ralph, how are you going to fare against the, uh, the bizarre nature of Goldust? Well, you know, it seems our sissy friend is having a little identity crisis. First he was Dustin Reynolds, then he was Goldust, and now he wants to be the king of the ring. Well, we all saw you out here with tears running down your face, wondering why your old man, old Dust, don't love you anymore. Well, I know Dusty Rhodes, and he told me why. It's because you married the biggest gold digger in Georgia, then you put on a woman's wig, and you went around the ring kissing men like a flaming fag. Well, let me tell you something. They're going to all have tears running down their face tonight. Bring that gold digger to the ring and bring that little crap Dakota with her. What? Because I'm going to tell you this. They're going to all have tears running down their face when I'm through with you. So what'd you name that rap? Dakota? You should have named her Target. Because I heard everybody in Atlanta had a shot at it. All right. <laughs>
Glock with the white powder Fiends jumping from the free throw line like the White Howard With the capes on, I spit the type of crack that they waiting on I'll be right back Mixtape guard, J-Love Told you it wouldn't take long, fuck with my cash I'm getting in your ass like Beyonce thong Black out the Porsche, drilling on the stocks Cover the California place and park the shit around the block Jump out the phone booth with infrareds on the Glocks On some Call of Duty shit, a real life Xbox My flow is Python, a snake with ice on Marble floors through the mansion just to roll my dice on Hennessy'd up, Coca-Cola chasing at my superpowers you fucking cowards, that Peter Parker shit Get your ass nigga. laid out, poor shacks escalate out Motherfucker, it's Superman It's a bird, it's a plane Nah, nigga, it's the motherfucking game I'm Superman I leap over tall buildings If a nigga touch my millions Then you gotta see Superman You see this S on my vest And Lois Lane riding shotgun in that 09 vet It's Superman Faster than the speeding bullet when I pull it, motherfucker, you can blame it on Superman Fuck Batman and hey, yo, Robin, bring that Batman bill to comp the nigga, we'll rob him Escalate armor trucks, Pirelli's all armored up And it's 38 and knock the beak off a Daffy Duck Wave cap, cover my waves, hollow tip, cover my ass Face covered by my army surplus, ski mask Welcome to Vietnam, dumping chronic ashes of bomb And phantom ashtrays, the last days of Saddam I was greasing my palms, like the D-Boys do Boxing like Tarver, nigga, I can see Roy too X-ray vision, I can see a decoy too I bring the fucking lines out like Detroit Gates. Yeah, die haters. I'm leaving over skyscrapers like five Lakers when it come to my paper. And I won't stop till I can buy Vegas. You fucking with the man to steal, aka Superman. Man, I watch the tide roll in and roll out. Saying what if? Homie, I play the block trying to get my packs off. Saying what if? Up at me, want some real shit, son? They don't want me. I cock that, ain't that shit out the window and spray the inner shell up in my heat. Y'all niggas better lay down, yeah, I mean, stay down, get hit with a gay round, hands ain't gon' make it. You niggas will get laid out and blood and your brains out. Hey, you on the concrete, silver, but it's sick, and I'm from Southside, motherfucker. With them gas explode if you feel like you're on fire, boy, drop and roll. Niggas, they heat your ass up, cause they heart turn gold. Now you could be a victim or you can lock and load. The party jumping, shorty bouncing that in. I won't fuck, give me a second, I'ma holler, I'ma see what's up. I got my race in my hand, got my pistol in the trunk. I'll cop your ass up nice, you play me like a punk. Niggas got love for me, but I don't go nowhere without my strap in my hood. A little throw, a little hand to see it. Niggas just don't know how to act in my hood. Niggas is grinding me, I stay on point, I move with my gang in my hood. Niggas might buck at me, so I keep something around the buck back in my hood. I don't trust a motherfucking soul When the D's come, they fall on my first case They told where I'm from, it ain't safe to have more than an eight Niggas a gun in your place, put a gun in your face Tell you open and safe, as 
y'all stuck the race. Cause a robbery could turn into a homo case. Cooperate, a doctor have to operate. Niggas that pop, you run a light, then pop that jake. Trust me, son, niggas will go hard for that cake. These thirsty niggas are lurking, you have to catch them and murk them. I'm observing in my hood, these niggas be dumbing. Shots go off at the dice game, when you see is running. They make it harder and harder to pop on the block. I'm a hustler, how the fuck I'm supposed to eat when it's hot? my hood, niggas got love for me. But I don't go nowhere without my strap in my hood. A little draw, a little in the sea, and niggas just don't know how to act in my hood. Niggas is grinding me, I stay on point, I move with my gang in my hood. Niggas might buck at me, so I keep something around the buck bag in my hood. house party off the hook until them shots go off. Well, that's what you get for stunting on my block, show off. Shit out of luck if niggas catch you slipping. Uh -huh. Crack money slow, so you know niggas is tripping. Yeah. Shorty down there on that Queen's track, taking the whipping shit. Bitch, get out of pocket, she needs some discipline. People fiend shooting diesel in his arm in the alley. Look at the chrome spinner spinning on that black Denali. The Grammy niggas, where I'm from, don't wanna see you tripped up. You shine, they gon' choke you, a plot to shoot you, whip up. It ain't good to do good in my hood. No, not to do good in my hood. Niggas got love for me, but I don't go nowhere without my strap in my hood. A little draw, a little in the sea, and niggas just don't know how to act in my hood. Niggas is grinding me, I stay on point, I move with my gang in my hood. Niggas might buck at me, so I keep something around the buck bag in my hood. Throw a little in the sea and niggas just don't know how to act in my hood. Niggas is grinding me, I stay on point, I move with my gang in my hood. Niggas might buck at me, so I keep something around the buck bag in my hood. house party off the hook until the shots go off. Well, that's what you get for stunting on my block, show off. Up, you shit out of luck if niggas catch you slipping. Crack money slow, so you know niggas is tripping. Shorty down there on that Queen's track, taking the whipping shit. Bitch, get out of pocket, she needs some discipline. People fiend shooting diesel in his arm in the alley. Look at the chrome spinner spinning on that black Denali. The Grammy niggas, where I'm from, don't wanna see you tripped up. You shine, they gon' juke you up. Plot to shoot you whip up. It ain't good to do good in my hood. You know not to do good in my hood. Niggas got love for me, but I don't go nowhere without my strap in my hood. A little draw, a little in the sea, and niggas just don't know how to act in my hood. Niggas is grinding me, I stay on point, I move with my gang in my hood. Niggas might buck at me, so I keep something around the buck bag in my hood.
change, we gon' set him to heaven. Wait, 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 wait. WC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.